In this series, we've defined thanksgiving as intentionally acknowledging and expressing appreciation to Jesus for who he is and what he's done. In today's episode, we're really going to focus on the person and work of Jesus and what he can do. In Luke 19.10, Jesus says he came to seek and to save the lost. If you've been found and you've been saved by Jesus, there should be a response that expresses your appreciation for your salvation. As we gain a deeper understanding of the person and work of Jesus, he will acknowledge, we will acknowledge who he is and what he's done, and we won't be able to contain our expression of appreciation for all that he's done for us. In this episode, we're going to look at one person who experienced the grace and the forgiveness of Jesus, and how she expressed her gratitude. I'm thankful that you took time today to pull up a seat. I hope these few minutes together help you follow Jesus better by deepening your relationship with Him and helping you live intentionally for Him every day. Luke 7, 36 through 47, to guide our conversation today. In this story, we'll see someone who understood the person and work of Jesus and responded with all that she had. Let's read the story. One of the Pharisees asked him, who was Jesus, to eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that Jesus was reclining at the table, At the Pharisee's house, she brought in an alabaster flask of ointment, and standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited Jesus saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this woman is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered Simon, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. Jesus responds, A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay it, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And Jesus said to to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, Jesus said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. 
go in peace. The first thing I see from this is that the woman understood her condition and her need. The text says three times that she was a sinner. See verses 37, 39, and 49. Everyone knew this woman's past. She was a woman of the city. She knew her how dirty she was. She knew her uncleanness. She had regrets. She understood that she was a sinner. The woman also acknowledged that Jesus was the forgiver of sins. This story points out three times that Jesus forgives sins. See verse 47, 48, and 49. Jesus is the forgiver of sins. He rescues those who trust him and restore them to a relationship with God. He forgave this woman of the city from her sin. He restored her to a relationship with God. He removed her sin, her shame, and made her whole. The woman realized all that Jesus had done for her, so she responded. The passage says that she was crying. Maybe she was crying because she was remorseful for her sins and was repenting. Maybe she had already done that, so she was crying tears of joy because she knew that Jesus had forgiven her of all her sins. So she anointed Jesus' feet with oil. She expressed her gratitude and appreciation for all that Jesus had done. Her expression cost her. Some say that it cost her a a year's wages. So how does this apply? How does this story apply to ourselves? How does it apply to our lives? The first thing we got to think about is do you understand your condition and your need? I believe that sometimes we don't understand our true condition because we make excuses for our sinful condition and we compare ourselves to others to justify our sinful condition. So first thing you got to do is understand your condition. Second thing, have you acknowledged that Jesus is the only solution to your condition and the only one that can satisfy your need? If you do, if we do realize our condition, we try a lot of different ways to fix it. We try to earn it. We try to be good enough. We compare ourselves to others and think that we are better than them. We try religion. We get behind causes. But there's only one way our sin condition can be fixed. To help us understand that, let's wrap up the episode by looking at Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of work so that no one could boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We have to respond to who Jesus is and what he's done. He is the perfect sacrifice. He died the death that you and I deserve. So we've got to trust. We have to trust that what he did is all that we need. When we realize all that Jesus is, when we realize that Jesus is all we got, that he's the solution, we will give thanks. We will respond with worship. We will respond to our salvation by living for him. So to close today's episode, I want to repeat Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. And I want to challenge all of us just to meditate on that verse this week. And as we meditate on it, it should help us to give thanks to Jesus for who he is and what he's done. So here's Ephesians 2 again. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one should boast.
Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Pull Up a Seat. If you've not yet subscribed, do that now so you can get content as soon as it comes out. Also, please help us get the word out by sharing on social media and inviting others to pull up a seat. Until next time, grow in your relationship with Jesus and find one way to live intentionally for Him. See you next time when we pull up a seat.